Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. I'll tell you what, George, I've never been mm-hmm. so scared in whole my life. I was working for, it's a jelly-based restaurant. <laughs> have you ever been to Jelly Dave's? Uh, we have lost about 50 locations this year because it seems to be that the jelly-based diet is not really, it's not broadcasting to everyone. We got barbecue jelly. We yeah. got mm-hmm. uh, pinto bean jelly. We got nacho cheese jelly. I actually really like this idea. But I went around back to change out the tubs of, of our bacon mesquite raspberry <laughs> jelly, which honestly does sound delicious. It it really does. It does. Um, but George Wooten, I saw a child. Oh, no. I saw a child with his head down turned. And when them eyes, Uh-oh. when them eyes came up, Uh-oh. them eyes is black. Oh, no. <laughs> That's absolutely fascinating. My question here is, though, where are these black-eyed children's babysitters? <laughs> Welcome to the last podcast on the left, everyone. I am Ben Kissel. Hanging out with Henry and, of course, Marcus Parks. I am not even being facetious when I crave now jelly i crave the jelly spread you get a good jelly restaurant you but you you also focus on a good brioche so you have a great bread and it's all jelly spread this is a fantastic place for a first date a final date or to celebrate a marriage or divorce final date i would say final date good final date spot it's a good public space to avoid a meltdown that is where you want jelly daves and if that's not good enough for reburka then i don't know who then what is well turns out Roberta's got like type 7 diabetes from her Jelly Dave's gift certificate that you gave her every birthday which is why the relationship ended at Jelly Dave's to begin with. Oh Jelly Dave's I thought you said Jelly Days like it's Jelly Days everybody <laughs> come on down to Jelly Days no, Jelly it's Days. Jelly Days picnic no this is right here this is where you get your Jelly Days right do here. not lift up your shirt <laughs> the audience cannot see you slapping your belly but uh, I'm sure they can infer what that looks like if you've ever seen the last stream on the left you know what the perfect hairy belly looks like on, on, the, on the Polish monster that is Henry. But why are we even talking about jelly? It has nothing to do with our story today. <laughs> today we're talking about black-eyed kids. And now, this is not Black Guide Kids, which is thankfully a website that's been shut down. Very nice. This is a this is about BEKs. If you're cool, 
Well, the black-eyed kids are a relatively new phenomenon in the world of the paranormal. Part cryptid, part ghost, part alien, part demon, and part urban legend. Ooh, interdimensional force from inside the earth is also what you're missing. Oh, okay. Now, black-eyed kids are often referred to as internet monsters, but this is somewhat of a misnomer, because the only reason why Becks are designated as such is because their appearance coincided with the rise of the internet, and therefore, the internet is where most of the stories of black-eyed kids can be found. And a lot of the more previous stories about black-eyed kids were from 1925 to 1965, where it wasn't as frowned upon to use corporal punishment against your children. Well, that is absolutely (laughs) horrifying, and I'm sure those children didn't deserve that. Depends on what, you know, is daddy tired? Daddy's got to sleep. Daddy needs to go to bed and stop beating his children because those children need to grow up and save this country. (laughs) Now you're just with the whole daddy's tired thing. Now you're just trying to justify your father's own disciplinary habits. (laughs) We always have to be quiet. We can never make noise, which is why I yell so many hours a week. Isn't that weird, though, how angry daddy is when he's tired, which is why... He should always be sleeping. And when he's sleeping, everything is so peaceful. It sort of was. We were on eggshells, <laughs> but he was not tired. He was hungover. My father had to sleep all day during the daytime because he was a nighttime truck driver. So you got to get your Z's. So we had to be pretty quiet, but I really wasn't. So he actually should have beat me more. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it. But even though the Black Eyed Kids are somewhat new when it comes to paranormal entities, it makes them no less bone-chilling. Bone-chilling! And they actually have a bit more of a paranormal pedigree than, say, the entirely made-up creatures like Slenderman, which actually is an internet monster. However, it did inspire very real murders. Yes, indeed. BKs are, it's weirdly a part of sort of like shadow people or the the top hat man, the things that we have covered on other episodes. Skunjili man, perhaps. <laughs> Don't say his name. I've avoided him for almost a year now, okay? And I have not had to deal with him inside of my home. Okay. But BKs have been seen by people for a long time. Now what it comes down to is, is this just about the general mistrust of children that I think is yes. helpful? And very healthy in this country. Oh, all right. See, unlike Slenderman, there are actually thousands of sightings of black-eyed kids on record. Or at least there are thousands of people who say they've seen black-eyed kids. Mm. Really, the number of legitimate sightings, or quote-unquote legitimate sightings, however you want to approach it, that's probably somewhere in the hundreds. Now, the name Black Eyed Kids is quite succinct and appropriate when it comes to appearance, but it doesn't tell the whole story. While Becks do indeed appear as children between the ages of 6 and 16, and while their eyes are completely black from eyelid to eyelid, there's more to the story. I love it. If you want to watch a scary movie involving children that are demonic and horrible, no, it's not Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Those kids were spoiled and they didn't deserve to be there. No. It's a French film called Them. If you have not oh, seen yes. them, they're some bad kids, man. Truly <laughs> freaking horrifying. And it will, if you are thinking about having a child, uh, your ovaries are now prunes and the cum is dead because it will scare <laughs> the hell out of you to the point where you can't procreate. It is good. I always am scared of children. According to the author of the book, Black Eyed Kids, David Weatherly, which is he's the star only on coast to coast, but he's a star there. He said one of the biggest oh. mysteries about BEKs is how huh, the big thing is their puberty age. Why do none of them 
ever have pimples. Oh my God. Thank God he didn't say pubic hair because I was going to have to ask how he knows that. Because you always got to grab a black eyed kid, turn him upside uh-huh. down and check whether or not it's a boy or a girl. Okay, good. And just make sure to always put the word eyed in between the terms that we're talking about here because uh, this could easily be misconstrued into a massive hate crime. Interestingly, black-eyed kids actually share quite a few characteristics with the fabled Men in Black. And if you've never actually listened to our Men in Black series, I would highly suggest you go listen to that now before continuing here. Go listen! We're going to be assuming a lot of knowledge about the Men in Black during this (laughs) episode. Go do your homework! It will. It's not. Is it homework if it makes you dumber? (laughs) <laughs> yes, yeah, sometimes. If you ask my calculus teacher, I didn't eat any of that fucking garbage, dude. That, that is was true. a waste of my fucking time, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but not to, to be inclusive, though. There are also black-eyed adults, as there are me- women in black, which is an entire book that was written about oh. women in black as well. But we're not covering them here today because we don't want to. Okay, interesting. <laughs> we'll get to that in another episode, I'm sure. Now, like the men in black, black eyed kids have unusually pale skin, although sometimes their skin is olive toned Hmm. as if someone sprayed on the wrong tan color or the skin itself appears as if it isn't really their skin at all. They They say they noticeably look like they might be wearing makeup. Um, that is also a strange thing, very similar to the men in black. The idea mm-hmm. that the eyes are weirdly made up and they do have weird outfits on. But every once in a while, because they one mm. helpful caller on Coast to Coast AM did ask, do they have a specific race? Um, yeah. Which seemed kind of come out. It was like forcefully worded. The, the way he they, said the word race. <laughs> sure, he just um, has to know where he should feel, how he should feel about it. Yes, um, but no, black eyed kids, no matter what, it seems to be their skin is more of a mottled white. Okay, almost as if they're not human, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Black-eyed kids also have those strange men in black idiosyncrasies. During one encounter, a black-eyed kid was eating an apple. Then he asked the witness if he had any ketchup to put on his apple. It's to European. F- it could be European, I don't know. <laughs> it could be European, and to be fair, American kids don't know what fruit is, so maybe they assumed it was a potato. Uh, and of course, ketchup and potato. Mm, that's, a mag- that's a magic combination. <laughs> well, in another encounter, the black-eyed kids were claiming to sell magazines door-to-door, but the magazines were decades old. Ooh, I, I hope they sell me the penthouse that has the uh, Larry Flint when he made fun of uh, Jerry Falwell yeah. when they were mm-hmm. having sex with his yeah. mom in an outhouse. His, uh, his first time losing his virginity to his mother in <laughs> an outhouse. Yeah. I remember. Uh, but also, could that just be the sign of poverty and a sort of low-level scam of children selling old magazines well, to go just, to like their they say they got to go to their basketball competition or they yeah, got to go yeah, to sure. their like knife sharpening competition <laughs> <laughs> even middle class kids i used to sell sure. the magazines you got to start moving yeah. these readers digest and no one ever called readers digest out on the fact that they use child slave labor in order to move products uh also the mind of dave barry yeah that's true <laughs> Furthermore, black-eyed kids also don't answer questions and will continue to repeat certain phrases or sentences over and over again in an unbroken pattern, speaking in a droning monotone that smacks of low-level mind control. What they do, I remember one instance that was described of a man seeing a black-eyed kid outside of the door of his home, and the black-eyed kid always, the head downturned, 
mm-hmm. until the head goes up until they see the all black eyes. And then he says, I think it's food time. I think it's food time. Oh my. I think it's food time. And then I mean I get it though. Yeah, yeah. You, you you see I can just see the Arby's commercial now where they they don't care about having meats. That is the new slogan. I think it's food time. I think it's, I food, think it's food time. time. But you you say that sentence with the Arby's big Montana floating across the screen, guaranteed sales go up. That's Manchurian candidate shit. But also you uh, Big Montana by the way, 8 ounces. Your your cheddar your 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 chiefy cheddar. Your, your cheesy uh-huh. cheddar, that's only four ounces. That's why they call it the Big Montana. You wouldn't fucking know that because you didn't work there, you We idiot. remember, I, I've eaten <laughs> I've eaten there. I, it's almost like I worked there. But they also do the monotonous knocking, very similar to the Pee Wee Herman bit. Mm. Um, and I, it is in, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure with the thing at the door, the bump, 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 bump. That's also a telltale sign that a black-eyed kid is trying to get in your house. You know mm-hmm. what? I actually, I was negative towards the Becks. I thought it was a little corny, but can you just say Becks now instead? Black-eyed kid. Every time, it's just, it sounds, <laughs> you know, let's just go with Becks. Black-eyed kids. It's just black-eyed kids. Just think of the band Black Eyes. Black Eyed Peas. Black yeah, Eyes? Yeah, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, Black, black Eyes. Your the, favorite band. Black Eyes, Black black Keys, and Black Eyed Peas. There's Black Lips as well. Black Mountain, Black Sabbath. Black Mountain. But we're talking about Black Eyed Kids, right? Black Eyed Kids. <laughs> now you're just... <laughs> yes. That's what it is. That's you know what it is? Black Eyed Kids is a whole nother show. We have to start saying it Black Eyed Kids. Black Eyed Kids. Okay. Well, oh, some my. people even think that Black Eyed Kids use low-frequency infrasound, which is known to cause reactions in the human nervous system. But regardless of methods, people come away from Beck encounters feeling off, beset by anxiety, the shakes, stomach aches, and headaches. Partly, that off feeling comes from the smell. Oftentimes, black-eyed kids smell like rotten eggs, rotten meat, or decaying garbage. And that smell causes nausea that will linger for hours. Kids already smell gross. Yeah, Kids smell real bad. Babies smell good. Kids smell bad. Babies are made to smell good so we don't smash them onto a bunch of fucking rocks. Kids smell bad because that's when they're starting to... curdle into adults yeah well that's when they're starting to take your place like legitimately just waiting for you to die until they can become dad come for me child as far as clothes go bex usually wear jeans and hoodies either dark gray or dull white ill-fitting and baggy to hide their true size and to make their age difficult to discern like billy eilish yeah, that's yes. exactly. Good yes, they, I they, love her. They actually do dress wow. exactly like her. Yeah. Holy oh. fucking shit! Billie Eilish is a black-eyed kid. It's possible. <laughs> that's why she's so talented. No word if she smells like eggs. She might be. It's cool to not wear deodorant with the kids. It is. <laughs> this is great. Very catchy pop music. Now, when it comes to movement, black-eyed kids can silently cross great distances in an instant, moving either much further away or much closer, all in the time it takes to glance to the ground. As far as demeanor goes, black-eyed kids don't usually shout, and they never resort to physical violence to get what they want. Instead, they stand there emotionless, talking in a quiet, hypnotic voice that first asks, then demands... To be let inside. The black-eyed oh kids are... A, it's a, I, The way you can kind of boil down the phenomena is that they arrive unnoticed. They arrive unasked for. The, yeah. uh, and you don't know what the hell they are. It's normally... It's a, they say early evening is the most common time for a visitation of Maybe a black-eyed like, kid. Like around dinner time? Or they just got out of play rehearsal. I don't know where they go to school. <laughs> 
they come to your house, they knock, and they normally ask for something very simple. Normally, it's like for food or to be let inside. Can or, I use your uh, bathroom? Can I use your bathroom is also a very uh, common phrase that they say. Well, wow, we, then, we no, just we just triggered every single Starbucks worker that's listening right now. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but they come, they try to get entrance into your home. So normally, you don't really want them in there because you look at them and you're super creeped out because they always do the Stanley Kubrick review where they always our heads are down and they ask their bunch of weird questions and then their eyes go up you see the all black eyes and you go what the fuck is this fucking shit <laughs> and then you slam the door on a child oh, is it possible there's just an orphanage that burned down even worse <laughs> even worse you let an orphan in the house next to you know they're acting like you're your child they need to be loved henry well the request i mean they're always very short simple sentences it won't take long you need to let us in invite us into your car we're just young people who need a ride so on <laughs> and so forth i'm just a young man who needs a ride i'm gonna start saying that more often <laughs> yeah, when that, i get in my uber every time i get an uber that i'm will, just a young man who needs a ride that will get you a quick roll up of the window especially back in the day before automatic windows where you actually had to chug along and roll it up real fast well in fact the case of needing a ride was actually how the very first documented case of the modern black-eyed kids came about now, this actually happened very, very close to my hometown of Rochester oh. in the parking lot of a discount movie theater in Abilene, Texas, about a block away from Pam's Pets, the best goddamn pet store in town. Wow. How many are there in town? I don't know. All I know is that Pam's Pets is fucking great. Used to go there all the time when I was a kid. Me and my mom would go buy fish. It's a fucking great place. They let you rub your dick on the rabbits. <laughs> I fucking got, love Pam's no, Pets. Well, Pam is very there. open-minded. They had, they had birds that would talk all the time. You go, you talk to the birds, and you'd whisper to the bird like, hey, bird, fuck you. So you try to see if they get the bird to shout fuck you. It's great. Yeah, did you, did the birds seem happy to be encaged in Pam's Pets as opposed to be outside in the wonderful world of Rochester, Texas? Bird was a bird. I don't know birds what the bird's all about. They don't know, man. They oh, don't birds don't. Know, yeah, they don't want to no. fly. Well, I don't know. I'm sure the bird wanted to fly, but I'm not. I don't know how happy a bird is. I also feel like when a place oh. called like Pam's Pets is it more like Pam was always kind of regretful of selling one of her pets because they're <laughs> all hers. Yeah, it could be that, or it could be one of those fantastic rub and tug places. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, Pam Pets. Got it. You get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometime in 1996, a writer for the Abilene Reporter News named Brian Bethel drove to the Camelot Communications Office to pay for his dial-up internet bill using the <laughs> night payment slot between 9.30 and 10 p.m. Wow, you set that firmly in 1996. Oh, dude, I used Camelot Communications when I, as, when I was growing up. That's how I first got on the internet. It's fucking Camelot Communications. Mm, Camelot. <laughs> Come on. Say what you want about modern technology. Yes, it can be very invasive. It can be depressing. But my God, that is a horrible thing to have to do. Go pay your freaking electricity bill uh, dude, at night and drop it off in a slot. I remember paying fun. my phone bill at the 7-Eleven, bruh. My OG, dude. Why was the 7-Eleven your phone? Anyway. That fucking kiosk, bruh. Okay. Live from your grave. Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try 
every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of cha. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay? Because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt. And not only are you going to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale entire series, clothes and non-clothes, what we also are going to offer, and I mean this, we're trying to get into giraffe rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse. Ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Do you want to set your child up for success? Yeah. So they can do some work finally for once, right? You sit around, they're just playing with their blocks, with their iPads, not bringing any money into the house. What a sham. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework and you find yourself too dumb to help yourself? It's easy with IXL Learning. It's an online learning program. It's for kids. You'll end up learning stuff yourself because adults don't know anything anymore. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Honestly, I feel like a lot of children could benefit from IXL learning. I think a lot of adults could benefit from IXL learning because learning gets pumped right in your home. They don't have to go to an elementary school like Adam Sandler did and Billy Madison because that is not 
yet accepted by society. All right. So you make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast on the left, listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash L-E-F-T to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Now, as opposed to many Black Eyed Kids stories that came after this story gained popularity on the early internet, Brian Bethel's experience with Black Eyed Kids is all the more disturbing for just how simple it was. See, the Camelot Communications offices were right next door to the Westwood Twin Cinema. And since the marquee at the movie theater was on that night, advertising Mortal Kombat months <gasps> after its release, Westwood Whoa. Twin was the discount theater. Brian, that was the first Mortal Kombat, man. This is yeah. so 1996. Yeah. I can smell my fucking elementary school, dude. I love it. Yeah. And because Mortal Kombat was being advertised, Brian had high, higher visibility in his car. And as such... Brian was using the light of the marquee to write out the check for his dial-up bill when two young boys in hoodies, aged 9 and 12 by Brian's estimate, knocked on his driver's side <gasps> window. Thinking the kids just wanted money, Brian rolled down the window. But as soon as he was exposed, he was overwhelmed with fear. But even so, upon first look, the boys appeared fairly normal. One was redheaded, pale-skinned, and freckled, while the Gross. other was olive-skinned, <gasps> curly-headed, and in Brian's words, suave. <laughs> suave? <laughs> he described the child as suave. Yeah. Suave. A suave 14-year-old boy. A suave 12-year-old boy. Very suave. Always. Oh, yeah. I love... Oh, yeah. I always think of that. I always think of child, and I think charming. Okay. <laughs> Now, Suave Boy opened the conversation by saying that they'd both shown up at the Westwood Twin to catch a showing of Mortal Kombat, of but they'd left their money at home. So they wanted to see if Brian would invite them into his car to give them a ride back to their mom's place so they could get money to come back and watch Mortal Kombat. If you can please let us into your car, I have Raiden fever. And the only thing that can fix it is sweet, sweet lightning bolts. Oh, I can't wait for the new Mortal Kombat. I don't care what anyone says. I'm excited. Now, Brian, feeling uneasy, he glanced up at the marquee and saw that the last showing of Mortal Kombat had started quite a while ago. Oh. But when he questioned the kids about this, they stonewalled him with simple, short statements. But ass. But <laughs> no ass. <laughs> They told him that it was a short trip. It wouldn't take long. They were only just two little kids. We don't have a gun. Don't worry. But as the conversation went on and on, Brian finally got a good look at the kids' faces, and he saw that they were staring at him with coal black eyes. Damn eyes is black! Mortal Kombat! That would be incredible if he did a flying knee out the fucking guard drive and just fucking take him out. This is insane, and this guy is just trying to play pay his dial-up cable bill so he can look at porno without his wife knowing. Very, very slowly looking at porno. You know how long it took me on fucking Camelot Communications to fucking bring up that picture of Tiffany Amber Thiessen where she's showing her tits? This is how we start getting called boomers again by the, by the young kids. And this, whole thing, this whole fucking show too is all about these fucking zoomers because that's what this is about these old black eyed kids out there they're on tiktok they're right zoomers now. we're talking about someone 12 years old in 1996 i was 13 in 1996 whoa wow 
Suave. Suave, little boy. Suave. <laughs> this could have been me. Actually, I actually got my first fucking stereo installed in my El Camino, in my El Camino at Audio Magic, fucking in the same shopping center. That's wow. incredible. This is, are you going to hurt your back with all of these name drops? <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> the, the He's going to break his toe. He's going to break his toe with the name drops. <laughs> yeah. um, but you do have two uh, eyes, as you describe in this next sentence, as soulless orbs. So I can see it. <laughs> yeah, you describe them as soulless orbs, like two great swaths of starless night. While others have described the be- their Beck encounter as having liquid black eyes. Whoa. But Brian, even though he was terrified on the inside, he kept his cool. He calmly apologized to what he now realized were paranormal beings. I'm sorry, demons. I'm really sorry about this. And I didn't mean to. I, honestly, I should have even offered you a ride and realize how tiny a demon you were. And I, honestly, I should have saw by your bodies you were suave. You don't have a gun. Oh, Texans apologizing is fun. Mm-hmm. Then he rolled up his window and put the car in reverse. But just as he pulled down the gear shift, the suave boy banged on the window and angrily said, We can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in. That is not helping me open these doors. Let uh, us in. No, I, this, I feel better in my decision ever, than ever before to not let you in. Mm-hmm. Now, naturally, this statement didn't do anything to alleviate Brian's fears. So he kept hauling ass out of the parking lot, turned on North first, and headed home without paying his Camelot communications bill. Oh, my God. No porno for that week. Yeah, there goes his X-Files bulletin board. Isn't that sad? <laughs> now, once Brian got home, he wrote about his experience as a mere writing exercise and emailed it to a few of his friends. But the story was too good. And his friends shared the story with others. And before Brian knew it, his paranormal experience became one of the first legends to have spread solely through the internet. Cool. Nice. Now, of course, Brian has told this story hundreds of times since 1996. But his story never changes. And to this day, he says that he still feels the same fear and trepidation that he felt that night at the Westwood Twin. Truly. The more and more people I heard tell stories of black-eyed kids, the more you could see people are genuinely freaked out. They do have these, Mm -hmm. and they are fairly often. And I don't know whether or not there is just packs and packs of roving, mean orphans that roam the streets at night, which I honestly am also not ready to discount. Yeah, that's Rochester, Texas. It would be possible. Is that safe to say, Marcus? It is possible that you would have a roaming gang of 12-year-olds. No, I'm from Rochester. We're talking about Abilene here. Uh, Abilene, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, that's, that is not out of the, uh, that's not out of the realm of possibility that it is merely gangs of 12-year-olds roaming the fucking North First. So people in Rochester, Texas look down on the people of Abilene. Oh, absolutely not. No, we that was just, we had a town of like 300 people. Abilene was the town we would have to drive to to get stuff. Like you have to get oh, big yeah. city, big 400 city. people, a hundred people, a hundred thousand in Abilene. Okay. Yeah. That was a big city. Yeah. But how fun would it be to fucking drive a bunch of fishtail circles through a bunch of these black eyed kids trying to get in your car? That <laughs> just fucking mowing them down. Fuck. I mean, cool as hell. I don't think you're allowed to kill them. They're demons. Yeah. Okay. They're demons or aliens, whichever, you know, it doesn't matter. You Whoa, can don't bust down. it. <laughs> Hybrids, bro. I just think they're kids wanting to go see the movie Mortal Kombat. That's all I know so far. Now, the most common response to this story was that it was just a couple of kids screwing around in a parking lot with black contact lenses. But remember, this was 1996. 
Black mm. contact lenses were both expensive and rare. And I don't remember being able to buy g- black contact lenses at fucking Gadzooks. And the Mall of Abilene still doesn't have a hot topic as of Christmas before last. <laughs> now, it's this crack research that people have come to know from this show. That's why we're the best. So if you were even thinking for a second that they had a hot topic in Abilene. No. You are so wrong. No. You are so wrong. Not as a Christmas before last. Maybe I didn't go deep enough into the mall. Maybe there is one there now. I will say you might be underestimating the power of kids born in homes with divorces going on because the <laughs> father will do anything to get them on his side. That's and a good point. And if they want black contact lenses, he might go out of his way to make sure that they have them just to make their mother upset. Every kid from Abilene that I knew had divorced parents. <laughs> yeah, they might even they might even go over to like Munsky. They might go to Munsky to as get far it as, as far as uh, as rutabaga as rutabaga. Absolutely. They have a hot topic in rutabaga. Fantastic. <laughs> they have a mild topic. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But regardless of the opinions of skeptics, Brian Bethel was soon being contacted by people all over the country who had similar experiences. And while most of these people were obviously making shit up, one man's story had a ring of truth. And the story even included a fatality. Get <gasps> over here. Whoa. <laughs> See, one night in Portland, around the same time as Brian's experience, a man named John Northwood had been attending a conference that had gone on until about 11 o'clock at night. And he told Brian that on that night, he was getting into his car on the third level of a parking structure at around 11 p.m. when he heard a tapping at his window. But it wasn't a black-eyed kid. <gasps> Instead, it was Doug. Doug, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was Doug from the conference. Yeah, he was just a guy who'd attended the conference with John. And after John rolled down his window, Doug informed him that there were some kids circling Doug's car. Two boys and a girl that Doug described as, quote, weird, freaky, goth-o-matic, and scary <laughs> as shit. Woo! I do think that Doug is like, Oh, there are some kids. Oh, man, some kids were going around my car. <laughs> these guys, these they were kids. like gothomatic. <laughs> they, they are weird. Some freaky kids are keeping me from out of getting out of my car there, buddy. But all Doug wanted was one guy to go to the local Applebee's and have a big Bud Light with him. Because you know how sad and lonely these guys get at their conferences. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Doug said that they looked like they were between the ages of 10 and 15, but seemed way too intense for kids those age. Apparently, one of them had asked for a ride, and Doug had declined, but they still wouldn't leave him alone. So Doug figured that John could do him a favor by driving him around the parking lot a few times until they <laughs> left. And, du- and John, seeing how freaked out Doug was, he agreed to help out. I will say, it, it has to be pretty freaky if you are freaked out by three 10-year-olds. It's 11 p.m. at night, and also, because it's 1996, you can see them be like, can I have a ride? And then him pointing to his back windshield where there is a sticker that says, ass, grass, or cash, no one rides for free, and then they realize they don't have any of those things, so no, you don't get a ride. But you're immediately in a crime, because you're offering weed or to suck a child's penis they would have just by offer- a sign. No, they would offer it to you for the ride. Still, opposite. Difficult. But as they talked about the kids more and more, John felt the overwhelming urge to actually look at them. Seriously, oh, I'd be like, no. let me let me look at these kids. Yeah. Okay, this is the scary. Let me see these kids. Yeah, but he described it as an itching behind his eyes. A little more. Oh. It was a little more disturbing than just mere curiosity. Okay. So yes. he drove back to Doug's car where the scariest shit kids were still waiting. 
They approached the car and directly addressed Doug. The youngest <gasps> said, quote, It's scary out there all alone. We just wanted a wide home. Then the older kid looked at Doug and said, quote, You promised you'd help us out. Skeeter? Skeeter? Is that you, Skeeter, from Rugrats? No, from Bro, Doug. No, from Doug. Oh my god, I'm Doug. Are you Skeeter? Oh my god, I just realized you're Skeeter and I'm Doug. Yeah, Doug. <laughs> now, Doug started freaking out a bit again and said, Oh, he, weird. Yeah. These guys are weird. Oh, my god. These guys are freaky gothamatic. <laughs> and he said he didn't know who they were. And at the same time, John started feeling nauseous. <gasps> and at that point, Doug started to get out of the car. But the kids, according to John, took on a different appearance. I think Doug was going to get out and try to, like, shoo him away. Stay in the car. Always stay in the car. I mean, if you got three 10-year-olds, the only way to do it is you got to do some haymakers, dude. You got to do the big spinning punches. You got to get them all at once. You got you to gotta scatter them. Yeah, but it's a 10-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 15-year-old. They're between oh. 10 and 15. And I'm not picking a fight with a fucking 15-year-old. Uh, not anymore. They got nothing to lose. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> now, suddenly... As Doug was getting out of the car, the kids looked much older than they'd appeared before. And their eyes, of course, turned solid black. Oh, my God. So Doug realizes he's the worst character from Streets of, Streets of Rage. And he realizes he's completely in over his head. Stay in the car. Yeah. Now, John said that once he saw their eyes, he about pissed himself. And Doug got back in the car as fast as he could. Oh, God, we ain't never going to get the happy hour. They just want their after, after conference drink. Oh, God, these weird, weird oh, kids. Doug. Now, once Doug was back in, John peeled out and drove away while the black-eyed kids gave chase. And John claimed that he felt like he was actually about to die. Leaving Doug's car behind, they drove to the bottom of the parking structure. And sure enough, the kids had somehow beaten them to the ground floor. Still, Doug and John drove past. And when John turned around to look, the black-eyed kids were gone. God, man. Just you and your other 40-year-old friend. Just so scared by kids in the parking lot. Well, do we know if that parking lot was was a uh, was it built on a former preschool that had some mass casualty occur? There's do we know people, was it a haunted parking structure? There's a couple of people that postulate that black eyed kids, and I'm saying one caller on Coast to Coast AM who sounded like the most lonely man in the world, that these were the spirits of children who have committed suicide. Ooh. Meanwhile, my black eyed kids haven't seen me in 23 years. They said I was a horrible father. They refused. I'm dying now. I'm a black-eyed I'm accountant. Yeah. They won't even I see had me. to go to work at the black-eyed accountancy firm every yeah. day for them. And Doug and John aren't even friends. They met at the conference that day. They're no, barely acquaintances. The Marcus, that's the most bonding you could ever do <laughs> with a person. You did all the trust work. Yes. <laughs> well, after they waited outside of the parking lot for 10 minutes or so, the fear subsided. So they drove back to get Doug's car. The kids were gone. So Doug figured... Hey, I can just start up my car and head home. Uh-oh. Now, it's quite possible that Doug was simply distracted from his paranormal encounter. But as John followed him home, just to be safe, John was struck once more with the feeling of menace. And at that moment, Doug misjudged a yellow light. A <gasps> truck came barreling through the intersection, hit his car, and killed Doug instantly. 
fucking what? holy shit. And you could just see oh. John holding Doug in his lap as Doug dies. Where he's like, I can't believe I'm fucking dying here, bro. This is fucking weird, dude. It's so <laughs> weird. I'm about to be a Gothamatic ghost, dude. Oh, you Doug. I can't believe we made best friends just this weekend, bro. I know. It's been so nice to know you. The worst day to die is the day, the same day you have a 12-hour conference learning about the differences between ethanol and propane. <laughs> oh, Doug, God. Doug, please, before you go, what's your last name? <laughs> It's booty, booty liquor. <laughs> Is that a bit? <laughs> yeah, fucking got you. <laughs> oh, and that's the only way that they knew that they loved each other forever and ever. Best and ever. man I've ever met a mother. Then, just as John finished giving his report to the police on what happened, he once more saw the black-eyed kid staring at him from a distance. Ah! Oh my God! Zip! John got in his car, drove away as fast as he could and never saw the black-eyed kids again. They weren't there for John. They were there for Doug. And they got what they came for. Wow. But John and Doug's encounter wasn't the only one that occurred in Portland. In August, in the year 2000, an English couple were partying in a Portland hotel when the boyfriend went to his car at around 2 a.m. to get a little refill on the wine. Why do I feel like the English couple partying in just big old dresses and just like, how do English people party in a hotel room? I really have no idea what they do. I figure they still ballroom dance. I think they ballroom dance. They binge drink and they vomit. Mm. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, the Englishman claimed that when he reached into the trunk to get the tipple, the air began to mist, and he heard a voice call, quote, Hey, mister! The Englishman turned around and saw a calm and confident teenager wearing oh. old jeans and a hoodie, sporting oddly tanned skin, jet black hair, and liquid black eyes. Ooh. Suave. Very suave. <laughs> As the black-eyed child leered at the Englishman with all the intent of a wolf, he said, quote, Hey! I'm lost and scared. Do you think you could give me a ride to my mom's house? This is a pretty cool kid. <laughs> the being then moved closer, staring intently, while the Englishman averted his gaze to the ground, saying that he felt that if he kept staring into the child's black eyes, he would become trapped like a fly in a spider's web. Cool. Now, at this point, the Englishman naturally apologized. And the child said, quote... Oh, that's okay. Here come my friends. <laughs> Jeez. He didn't laugh maniacally like the Joker. Well, yeah. I... <laughs> Here oh come my, my boys. You're, you're scaring. <laughs> you're a 13-year-old boy scaring the hell out of me. It was at that point that another black-eyed boy and a black-eyed girl appeared behind him in the middle of the street, giving every impression that they were floating a couple of inches off of the ground. You're never alone. You're never disrespected. Dun, dun, dun. You start full-on rumble. I love a good show tunes. Now, surprisingly, the Englishman then hauled ass on foot, driven by true terror. He returned to his hotel room in obvious distress, but since he was ashamed to say he had been terrified by three American children, he told his girlfriend that some quote-unquote thugs 
had tried starting a fight with him. You can see the British dude running away and his bones are so brittle that they're snapping like the Terminator that got <laughs> sprayed with liquid nitrogen. Mm-hmm. And then slowly he makes it to his girlfriend's house and or the apartment. And I guess they cuddled. Oh, yeah. that is nice. Yeah. Um, but I can see a British person being scared of an American child. Yeah. Of course. I'm scared by British children. I'm not scared. Well, I'm only scared by British children in bonnets in old houses. That is my main. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like British children covered in soot. Because they will steal from you. <laughs> they will. Um, but an American child is just like the child Fremen. And they, they, if you want to do some Dune talk, mm-hmm. they are just as dangerous as the adults. Yeah. I actually don't even know if that's necessarily true. I think the British child on the breakfast of beans and toast and sausage is just innately stronger than the American child who has the moon pie. Wow, wow. you are being un-American. Today. I know. This <laughs> is hard for me to say. However, an American child is as likely to be armed as an American adult. Yeah. Okay, point point counterpoint. Yeah, kids but, get guns. Kids so, love guns. That's yeah. right. So the American kids have guns and the British kids have beans for breakfast. So mm-hmm. yes, I guess the Americans are more dangerous. Most Texan children get armed at around the age of nine or ten. You get your first wow. gun around that age. And that gun is full, not a BB gun, shotgun, fully capable wow. of killing another human being. Well, that's great. <laughs> Good. That's great. <laughs> While it seems like black-eyed kids' encounters can become concentrated in a single area, they actually happen all over the United States. And one encounter in particular happened in the Midwest to a prison guard named Paul. Now, when Paul told his story to author David Weatherly, he made sure that David knew Paul didn't believe in UFOs or Bigfoots or any of that bullshit. I do not, and I will not. <laughs> but he and sure he just grabs the author. Of the, he's right before he, he grabs him, and he pulls him around the room a little bit, and then he puts him back in the chair. But let me tell you about the time I was scared by these children. I <laughs> Paul said that he had the house to himself one night when he heard a slow, continuous knock at his door that grew louder with each knock. When Paul opened that door, he saw two young boys, aged 12 and 14, wearing jeans and hoodies. As usual, the older one spoke first and said, quote, Hey, we just wanted to stop Ben for a bit. Now, the familiarity that the teenager used confused Paul, so he asked who they were. Yeah. Stonewalling, the older Beck said, Oh, well, it's getting kind of late. Can we come in for a bit? Oh, my God, you can't let the kids in. It's at this point that Paul saw the black eyes, which naturally caused some consternation. Now, what's interesting about black eyed kids stories is that when people see the black eyes, they don't necessarily run away in fear or they don't even necessarily close the door. Instead, it seems as if they're caught in some sort of psychic hole, which is Hmm. exactly what happened to Paul. After Paul saw the eyes, the older boy told him it would be good if you let us in. You don't have to think about it. All you got to do is ask us in. Let the boys sleep in your house. <laughs> I'm sick of that this is very interesting. Very. Let scary. him sleep in your bed. Fantastic reference to a 1993 SNL sketch. You're in 1990s right now. This, this, is, the this is it. This is the time of the Hurley He Boy. Come on. Man. Yes, indeed. Now, for some reason. Paul just stood and listened until he heard one very specific sentence, which was this. It's okay. This won't take long. And after hearing that, Paul shut the door. Oh. But the boys kept knocking. They always do. And boys always knocking, man. Eventually, the knocking stopped. But just when Paul thought the whole thing was over, the black-eyed kids very suddenly appeared in his window. 
staring into his living room. And that's when Paul went to fetch his gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when he returned, the black-eyed kids were gone. Do we know if the black-eyed kids, did they target anyone who had a bad history of abusing children, perhaps? Because I feel like this would be a great hell for, like, a Jimmy Savile or, you know, a series of other very famous pedophiles. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> <Yeah>, name <laughs> some. Uh, well, I don't have the time. But I feel like they could have really been haunting people who deserved it, but I, it seems like these people are all right. According to the author of Black Eyed Kids, uh, they he says the only real constant thread about uh, amongst people, he calls them victims, and I'm not ready to call them victims. I'm going to say that they are witnesses to Black witnesses, Eyed Kids. Yeah. They, uh, they, the one thing is that some of them are higher profile people or quote unquote, like people that have jobs that involve some level of responsibility. Mm. Like Doug um, was in charge of the saran wrap. I don't fucking know what well, Doug did. Every, every <laughs> job does imply you have some responsibility. Otherwise, you don't have a job. Well, I not responsibility, perhaps know. authority. I mean, Paul was authority. a prison guard. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Paul was a prison guard. The next guy's a Marine. Like that. Yeah, yes. he's a mar yeah, a marine known as Reaper 31. Oh my god, I am very scared of him. Uh, you should be. <laughs> but these also they, they chose the men in black quality, which is the idea of when people were surrounded by men in black or in a uh close proximity to a men in black, you feel physically uneasy mm, yeah. and the one thing we could, we've talked about with grays before and people have had that type of experience where they say that it feels like the uh hairs in the back of your neck are standing up like yeah. you are literally needing a an entity that is not anything you recognize at all it gives yeah. you the shivers gives yeah. you the shivers henry do you feel that more because you have more hair I am more sensitive, psychically sensitive, because of my back hair, yes. Isn't that interesting? I also know exactly how big tubes are. Live <laughs> from your grave. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer it's, of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and we might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. Yeah, very key. You gotta communicate clearly. All these emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. It's like you're Captain Kirk and Grammarly is data, and you're kissing a lady on another planet. 
And data is just trying to make sure you write better. Better writing means a stronger impact. And Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. And by understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. It did begin to understand when I was yelling and when I was doing bits versus me, because I do use Grammarly, but it's nice. But I will also say Grammarly does will do the thing where it's like, um, I think maybe you missed a little comma, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I know. Thank you, Grammarly. Like, thank, I get it. Yes. But still, like, maybe we could just think about what I'm going through today, right? But Grammarly really does help. Because that's what we all need. A stern teacher with glasses and uh, little buckled shoes. That's Grammarly to me. That's what I see. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babbel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babbel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they, they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, Reaper 3-1 said that the black-eyed kids appeared on his doorstep claiming that they were cold and they wanted to come inside to read. Okay. okay. Reaper 3-1 felt the fear just like everyone else, but closed the door the moment the Bex took a step towards him. Because I mean, that's kind of a pattern in their statements, too, where like the yeah. first part of the sentence has nothing to do with the second part of the sentence. I am cold. I need to read. I need to read, and then I need to come inside of your house. And then that's also very similar to a vampire. The idea right. that it, they have to be invited mm. in. Like, they don't ever break in. They don't just show up. They don't come through the window, but they will stare at you for a very long time. WWE's yeah. The Fiend. That's his whole catchphrase. Let me in. And you do have to allow him in. And, of course, that's why we lock our doors here, because let's never forget Richard Chase took it as an invitation if your doors weren't locked. So just keep that little door locked mm -hmm. now we have some idea as to what happens if a black eyed kid is invited inside a house or a car or whatever but it seems like it's never a good idea to even be in the presence of a black eyed kid for too long 
Now, there's one particularly odd instance of a black-eyed kid being let inside, but this encounter might be a little different because the Beck in question happened to knock on the door of a small party in Nashville. Oh, man, you're invited to any party in Nashville. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why Nashville is the best. Can't wait to come to Grundy County here in a couple Grundy! of weeks. Grundy! Grundy! And when the black-eyed kid arrived, his eyes weren't black, and as far as the party was concerned, this is just another guy looking to have a couple of drinks. And as it was, everything... Until he was, no, he was noticeably a child. But, you know, at the same yeah, time, things are well, easy. You know, in the end, you can let a kid have a beer every once yeah, in a while. Is, right? is this a deleted <laughs> scene from the John Wayne Gacy documentary? <laughs> so they were just like, yeah, that kid, yeah, kid needs a nip of whiskey. He's 12. Yeah, I love yeah. having a kid in here. Yeah, just having a good-natured porno party in here. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> and as it was, everything did indeed go fine until the Beck asked a dude at the party this question. If I could give you anything... What would it be? Are you the wish master? Mm. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. I always make it ironic. I know. I know you. It's do. always <laughs> deeply unsettlingly. I know. That's why. Ironic. I know. So if I ask to be admired, you're going to turn me into a statue. Yes. I know. Thank you. I yes. hate you. Always know. I know. I want you to be surprised. Well, literally, you get all of your ideas from goosebumps. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Now, being a simple man, when the guy was asked, what can I, if I could give you anything, what would it be? He responded with, quote, money and Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> and that's Wait. what things, yeah, that's, that's what he, when a, a paranormal How entity How old was Lindsay him, Lohan in 2000? I don't How know. How old was she? Because well, I think she's coming off of the, the parent trap now, this might have been like two. This might have been 2008 or so. I think this might have been a little bit further on. This was legal Lindsay Lohan time. Okay, because right now all I know is they let a child enter their party and the one wish this man wanted was enough money to go on the lam with Lindsay Lohan, who might also be a child. I don't well, know. They were also teenagers. It was like yeah, a yeah, teenager yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. They're like kids. Like They're hanging out. They're like 15, 16, 17, hanging out. You okay. Know? Okay, that oh, clarifies like, a bit. Like you're pretending like you never had a party when you were 14, 15, 16, 17. I started partying when I was 12, rock and roll, constantly. <laughs> and if you didn't, you were not in my group. No, of course we rocked and rolled, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sad childhood. Yeah, what a great childhood. Yeah, that's not a I had a great childhood. Not, I've been fucking getting wasted since I was 12. Rock and roll, bro. Look at the fucking mustache. It was rock and roll, dude. We had so much rock and roll time, it was crazy fun. Actually, the mustache does say I've been drinking since I was 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I have been not just, I've been like cool guy. Like I was a haggard 13 year old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now the Beck said that he could give the dude those things in exchange for his soul and Whoa. a human sacrifice. And as he spoke, his eyes grew blacker and blacker. Oh sure. My. But the dude was undeterred. And he asked the black eyed kid, give me the name of my grandma. Tell me the name of my grandma. And the black-eyed kid, without hesitation, said, Megan Jane Hofstetter. It was correct. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> now, the dude didn't take up the offer, and the Beck left. But everyone at the party said they dreamed of the Beck that night and had a strange feeling of weirdness and creepiness for days after. And what he didn't know is that when I was going to bring him the money and Lindsay Lohan, I was going to bring him Monopoly money and a bunch of shit all piled up into a, and a weird lumpy thing that looked like Lindsay Lohan. You would call it Lindsay Lohan. Well, that is just, you are such a clever, clever little wishmaster. I'm out of ideas. It seems like it, yeah. 
<laughs> now, those uneasy feelings are pretty common during Beck encounters, but the consequences of such an encounter, especially when Becks are invited inside, can be much more dire. So usually a person's fight or flight response is triggered in the presence of a black-eyed kid, or that's at least the case amongst people who live to tell the tale. Yeah, bump it up. All right. There are some, however, who let the black-eyed kids in and survive. In one instance, a couple of Becks knocked on a family's door at 2 a.m., and since the Becks appeared to be so young, the good-natured family let them inside immediately without really asking any questions. This is where I am different. I don't trust fucking kids. They wait at the gate. Yeah. Yeah, but if they're in Until the, the cops come, I guess. I call 311 or I call somebody yeah. else to come get these children away from the house. What are your parents' numbers? I will call your parents. You wait on the porch until your parents come. Yeah, because I know you're stealing. Yeah. I know what you're doing. Well, what Looking through everybody's panties. What if they don't have any parents? Then they're shit out of luck. Well, yeah. Go get some. Go talk to Mr. Bazinger next door. He's gonna tell you. You're gonna where send to go. him to the town pedophile, Mr. Bazinger. <laughs> He's the one who are you insane? He's the only oh, one yeah, who that's, can stand that's having a party <laughs> filled with children. We send all the kids to, to Mr. Bazinger. We never see any of them come back out. I guess yeah. he's a great father. I have no idea. Anyway, yeah. why are the police over at his house right now? <laughs> well, it was really only when the kids came into the light that the family realized how odd both their appearance and their behavior really was. But nevertheless, the wife tried putting a sheen of normalcy on everything by making hot cocoa for the Becks. Oh. And as the kids assured the family that they shouldn't worry, that their parents would be there soon, the husband and wife started feeling dizzy. And finally, the black-eyed kids revealed their inky irises. Oh my god. And upon seeing their eyes, the wife dropped the cocoa, the Becks asked to use the bathroom, <gasps> blood began pouring out of the husband's nose, Whoa! and the power in the house went out. No, fuck, oh fuck! Oh, fuck. I mean, we were just having cocoa. That escalated, no, that escalated very quickly. But instead of making the family disappear, as it's assumed black-eyed kids do to people who let them in, the Becks stood up suddenly and said that their parents had arrived. Oh, oh, wow. Sure enough, the wife looked outside to see a car idling on the street. And driving that car was who else but two tall, pale adults wearing black suits. Which sounds a hell of a lot to me, like the men in black. Come on, come on, Billy, come on, Jerry, we're going to take you to the diner now. Well, that's a fantastic <laughs> thing to do with a child. It's such a cute idea yeah. of like yeah. the men in black family. and then yeah. the Or do you think, okay, I'll postulate this. Men in black don't have children on their own. They don't mm -hmm. procreate. They are all birthed out of the interdimensional, whatever the eighth tower, right? I've been reading John Keel a lot recently. Mm. And so they all come out of this fucking whole uterus in the universe and they all slide out of it. But the kids are more like the kid version of men in black. They are men in black babies. Ah, So they do procreate. But they stay kids. No, they all get, they are, they are coming out. They're the same brand as Men in Black, uh -huh. but they're children version of them. Oh, and they never Just grow small. old. Yeah, okay. they never grow old. If that's the case, then why did black eyed children not really appear before 1996? Because of the children labor laws. Interesting. <laughs> Even in the eighth, what was it? The eighth dimension? The eighth tower. The eighth yeah. tower had good child labor laws, but then they relaxed them. They relaxed them. It was okay. the opposite. They used to have really hard labor laws and we can't work our children. And then they realize, oh, we're leaving some workforce on the table. I see. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. 
Now, this family showed certain strange maladies after their Beck encounter, not unlike what many people report after an alien abduction. The husband's nosebleeds continued and actually got worse. He was diagnosed with skin cancer. Oh. The wife suffered dizzy spells and also got nosebleeds. Their cats disappeared and their pet bird very suddenly died of a hemorrhage. <laughs> it's, it is crazy. But you know, also comes to uh, with alien abductions, even just seeing a, a craft a lot of times that you'll get pink eye. That's also very, very mm. common. And hmm. various cancers. I think they might need to sleep with a humidifier. It might just be very dry in that be, house. Yeah, everyone that, needs that a humidifier. The nosebleeds. Pink eye, don't you get that when you don't wash your hands after you wipe your butt and you, you rub eye. your eye? Yeah, no, eye. no, no, no. Oh, my God. Marcus, you, also you are such it. a juvenile. You get it after having wonderful <laughs> coitus with a loved one. What? <laughs> yes, my friend got it. That's not good. Yes, from a coitus That's because he was licking asshole. Yeah, he was eating butt. That's eating <laughs> yeah. butt. That's how you, you eat butt. You put your eye on the butt. You got, and your you face is in ass. that butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what happened. coitus. <laughs> um, you know what you also get it from, which is why you have to wear goggles uh, when you go on a tanning bed, is you get it from the UV rays. Oh, huh. interesting. Interesting. Yeah, no, isn't it? If it's yeah. halfway true. Yeah. Well, tell me, are there's no such thing as a black-eyed uncle? Well, that's a good I one. need to know whether or not there are schools and a, some sort of daycare center for these black-eyed kids. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Now, certain Beck believers, or Beckers, as you might call them, do oh. they call themselves Beckers? <laughs> I think that's the I, fan I, base. I almost for, died. I think that's the fan died, base for uh, Becker, the TV show. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Becker heads. Ted. No, what was his name? It's Becker heads with yeah. Ted Danson. No, that's Beckeranians. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Beckers. Be <laughs> well, no, a Beckist is someone who doesn't like a Beckeranian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll racist against Ted Danson. Uh, let's go with Beckerheads. We'll go Beckerheads. <laughs> now, Beckers say that this proves that Becks are soul eaters or demons who use hypnotic energy to keep their victims transfixed in one spot until they've had their fill of soul energy. Ooh. Literally to have, and they have come from inner earth, that they are something akin to what we'd call a demon, but also maybe something like an interdimensional type of thing, like a reptilian what do you that mean? feeds off of our energy. They have semen from inner earth? They have, what do you mean? They're sprung from the interdimensional hole in the side in, in our earth. Is the earth full of cum in the middle? I can't Did I argue. Misunderstand you? Is it like a Morlock? Do you mean like Morlocks? You're being too literal. It is way more of a you got it's an interdimensional thing, baby. You just don't understand. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> All right, cool. Put it on a bumper sticker. I like it. Well, this particular brand of Becker goes on to further say that the lack of Beck stories involving people who actually invited the Becks in is either due to the traumatic nature of the encounter. Or because the people who invite in a black-eyed kid become just one more missing person statistic. Ooh. That's how you turn nothing into evidence. Absolutely. <laughs> how many family annihilators right now just being like, with any luck, they'll blame it on black-eyed kids. God, I <laughs> freaking hope. Now, even if you reject a black-eyed kid's invitation request, it's said that even a short encounter will produce nightmares, loss of appetite, agoraphobia, sleeplessness, headaches, and general aches and pains. Just like COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Some people even develop tumors, and a fair amount require appendectomies soon after. Hold on a second. What is an What is that one? When you get your appendix taken out. Appendix. Appendix taken out. Yeah. They say you don't need it. 
You don't need it. it Isn't is, that weird? It, we don't need it anymore. It's, you, it was used to absorb grasses. It's vesicle. Oh. It's vesicle. Vesicle. I love drunk Uncle Scientist night. Well, one woman named Beth, who was actually touched by a beck, said that after her encounter, she got sick and lost her job, her car was broken into, and her boyfriend left her, all in one week's time. Can I pause it? What if Beth just sucked? <laughs> There's no way that she did. There's no way that she sucked. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, who knows why? But Beth figured the experience necessitated a visit to a psychic. And the psychic told her that she'd been visited by two kids with solid black eyes. And they had unfortunately cursed her. But instead of offering help, the psychic said that she couldn't risk those things showing up at her fucking place. (laughs) I love it. So Beth was going to have to go somewhere else to solve the fucking problem. Just don't bring your shit here. That's when that's when Beth knows she is in over her head. Mm. Well, she went to a priest and apparently the priest squared everything away. Yeah, because they always make shit up. Well, I mean, the psychic, they they understand. They don't want to. Mostly it's just about like, oh, you're attracting demons. I just can't can't right now. It's mostly because the priest was jealous that the kids wanted to come into her house. And he's been sitting there trying to court children for the past 25 years. And now one kid is knocked on his door. Where are they? Exactly. (laughs) You mean to tell me they don't have any parents? And this is where the ultimate flip happens, where the black eyed children are now testifying against the Catholic Church. In Boston, because mm-hmm. they were molested by this priest. And we need to talk about that. You do. I wandered I into say, a Catholic mass earlier today. It was strange. They're really scary. I honestly yeah. think that more of these black-eyed kids should get molested, so they leave no. us alone. No. They, they should no. be more afraid of adults. No, no they, one no, should not, be molested. Not even demons. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. <laughs> I agree with Marcus. I guess 2021. You don't want to <laughs> be as bad as they are, then aren't you the demon? Then aren't you indeed the demon? That's what right. I say. That's yes. right. Now, what's interesting about the black-eyed kids is that they actually have a counterpart, the white-eyed kids. Oh. However, while one would think that the white-eyed kids are a more heavenly reflection, possibly Beck hunters. Cool. Some theorize that the Wex are actually the Beck's bosses. Whoa. By some assumptions, it's said that the eyes denote rank. In this case... Black eyes indicate lower-level demons, workaday stiffs collecting and eating the world soul by soul, while white eyes indicate the managerial class of demon. Why does it have to be like this? Just so I can prepare the audience (laughs) and myself, at any point does this get anti-Semitic? No, 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 no. There's no yamaka-eyed kids. Because it seems like right now they're going with social constructs that we... No, they they merely chose white because white is the opposite of black. Okay. White-eyed kids, black-eyed kids. It could have been green-eyed kids, could have been red-eyed kids, could have been uh, any kind of kid. Fuchsia-eyed kids. But they don't make fuchsia-eyed kids. They make black-eyed kids, they make white-eyed kids. Oh, okay. And then they make no-eyed kids. Oh! And those kids are the saddest of all. Oh. <laughs> well, people who have encountered the white-eyed kids said that they show better mind control, better levitation abilities, and superhuman strength despite their size. Oh, no. Okay. But now that we've talked about black-eyed kids for a while, it's only reasonable that we ask, what are they? What are you? What? How do I reach these kids? Do any gas pumps work in this country? Wow. <laughs> One theory is that they are ghosts or spirits, like the hungry ghosts of China. China, to take care of their spirits, they actually have a hungry ghost festival in the seventh month of the Chinese calendar during the full moon. Oh my God! Do they have like go? Do they have ghost tourism? Yeah, they might. It's yeah. it's it said that at this time the gates of hell are open and the hungry ghosts are free to roam, looking for food and entertainment, which the festival 
kindly provides. That sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like yeah. so much fun because you're looking at Ronnie. You guys are both in hell and you're like, oh, my God, it's almost time for the ghost festival. Like, And then you get another pineapple shoved up your asshole. But you're like, it's almost time. This we get fun. one day off. I I would say I like the uh, a lot of these guys, especially hungry ghosts. It's like fun because it's I like ghosts with more weapons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a more dangerous ghost. Absolutely. Yeah. When Tibet, these wandering spirits are called the Yadak, while the Hindus refer to them as the Preta, and some theorize that the black-eyed kids are merely the American interpretation of the age-old hungry ghost or lost spirit legend. Interesting. Well, it, like uh, aliens that we have talked about many times, the the pan-dimensional theory of all of these uh, these different uh, entities, mm-hmm. the idea that they are all of the same thing whatever Mm -hmm. they are it's the extension of the same energy and we translate them according to what it is that we find scary we do we are otherworldly whatever it is that we feel that out of place especially the idea of because the way our human minds work and we see faces in things and Mm -hmm. the eyes are such an essential part of the face like the idea of seeing that them being blacked out is uh specifically pinning them against humankind right. yeah. like it's making them noticeable that and stick out it makes you it's why they don't get let in half mm-hmm. the time yeah. it's I, because they are they are immediately visibly other yeah. i saw an alligator in the clouds the other day it looked to be an alligator even though you know it's a cloud your brain is like oh that's an alligator it's an alligator but you know it's a cloud so yeah. you're just trying to say you see alligators and things no the human mind <laughs> sees things that you can then place it, you know, because I know what an alligator looks like. Are, and yeah. you're driving. You've what, been driving around. What does need, an alligator look glasses. like? Could you describe an alligator to me right now? Yes, an alligator looks like a, a um oh, it's got four feet and a long nose and yep. a long tail. Yes, and it looks like it's got a wide little tummy. Um, I actually don't know how to describe it. It's got a scales. I view <laughs> it as like a weaponized dog. Yeah, but like yeah. a dinosaur. Fish. It's kind of got cute. If you just look at its hands, it's kind of cute because it can't really do anything with them. Have it you doesn't ever seen, need to. Have you seen the meme of the uh, the gif of the alligator floating through the water and how mm. cute they are? Yeah. They, they look real scary up top. Yeah. But they're just relaxing. So anyway, I have no idea how to describe an alligator. Um, I failed. I literally did not pass uh, kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> of course, considering how close the black eyed kids are in appearance and behavior to the men in black. It's not surprising that there's a whole camp that believes the black-eyed kids are the product of alien-human hybrid breeding programs. Wow. Yeah, I completely, that is one of those fun middle reasons mm-hmm. that I really, really like. I like this theory. Well, this then is my favorite the one. Black eye, well, then why wouldn't they send the black-eyed kids to the people that they abducted to them so then they can have their kids? I believe because they don't want that. They specifically don't want that. The grays, every time you talk about these various abduction scenarios where they're shown their children, they don't, they only want the human, the human mother to interact with a child a lot of the times to either give milk straight up as Mm. an infant or give some form of affection or emotion because grays at the time for what we know of them are not capable of high levels of emotion Mm -hmm. and that's where you look at us they're actually jealous of our ability to feel things like empathy that that they wish that they could be like us but they don't want them to have them when they're older it feels like now these are kids these are alien hybrid kids that are running around trying to act 
like suave adults. <laughs> Seems like these greys are taking the hands made tale a little too seriously and they are making it a reality and I don't think that's right. They got to stop watching Oprah's book club. Well, that's a great that's a great show. Well, there's actually one woman who claims that she did have some encounters with her black-eyed children after she was a part of the alien human hybrid program. She said nice. that her name was Maria. She said when she was 25, the greys took all her eggs and 10 Ugh. years later, two black-eyed kids knocked on her door. By her account, she felt like they were her children, but she was unable to speak in her presence. But when her husband showed up, the Becks disappeared and were never seen again. Oh. Yeah. But some, but the reason why people say that they quite possibly are a result of the alien-human uh, hybrid breeding program is because of the black eyes. They got the same black eyes yes. as the greys, the same liquidy black eyes. All right. Of course, there are many who are convinced that the black-eyed kids are demons walking the earth. But the author of a book on the black-eyed kids laments that because of the lack of professionally trained demonologists, it's impossible to tell for sure. David Weatherly is a little bit. I, this is when, when they when is guys he a demonologist? start sliding, He's he's a wannabe. Oh, he's a wannabe demonologist. Oh, wow! All of this kind of slides into his weird Christian like theosophy i don't know what the hell you'd even call it where he believes that the black-eyed kids exist to help people get closer to want to get closer to god uh. because he has found several the what he calls the sort of uh the after effect of engaging with a black eyed kid is that people want to go back to church and he think that's good. And I oh. think that that is bad. Good for business, I guess. OK. Well, evidence for the demon theory includes the feelings of fear and anxiety brought on by the Beck's presence. And of course, there's obviously the eyes that's very demonic. But the weird thing, something I'd never heard of before, they say that they're demons because people are unable to describe the hands and feet of the Beck's. What? According to some people who believe demons walk the earth, the hands and feet of a demon often appear distorted. And it could be that the eyes are simply there to distract from the horrific extremities. They might. I wouldn't be surprised if they look like Raw versus SmackDown, the 2000 video game where it's just kind of a cube that's pixelated <laughs> and you can kind of see a hand. Yeah. It might be. But I also kind of assume because they're all wearing hoodies that their hands are in their pockets. Yeah. No, you that don't. Weird. I say, show me your hands. If someone show knocks me your hands. Like, show me your hands. Now, of course, demons have the rotting egg smell, which sometimes comes with black eyed kids. But perhaps also with grace. Also with grace. But perhaps the strongest reasoning comes from the claim that they are, in fact, kids. See, the demon beckers think that a demon would appear in a form that's harmless to gain their victim's trust, which also plays on the natural instinct to care for children, which puts evil on top of evil. Hmm. Ultimate fucking trick, dude. Yeah. Interesting. Have it a family. Fascinating. Yeah. Finally, some think the black-eyed kids are vampires, but really that only tracks because the black-eyed kids can't come inside unless they're invited, and because both black-eyed kids and vampires used mind control. Psych but psychic vampire, perhaps. It does sound like it has that yeah. attribute. Do you think it's can't come inside or won't come inside? I think it's can't come inside. Hmm. I think mm -hmm. they can't. There's some weird rule, some weird law. I don't know what it is. Why would you think they wouldn't come inside? Maybe it's because they the, don't want to get somebody pregnant. They, <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> that's why you're here. Yeah, that's right. I brought that to the show. Um, I think that they wouldn't come inside because possibly they there's something about the magical 
like extra zhuzh of being invited inside. Mm, that, it, that because if people want it, then that makes they it get better. It. You get more of the juice. You get more of the juice. Because we do believe that black-eyed well, kids- why wouldn't it be the opposite? Well, it's ah. because black-eyed kids- hmm. Maybe it's like- Because uh, wouldn't there fear? I'm may- going by Monsters, Inc. rules. You're true. You're, that's correct, because they Suck might the feed fear. off of negative vibes. Oh. But I'm going to go by meat rules and say that <gasps> if there's more adrenaline, then the meat's not going to taste as good. Okay. <laughs> so the more scared they are, the worse the soul tastes- I don't know. They they feed off <laughs> the negative vibes. So he's going cattle meat world. I'm going Monsters Inc. And Henry, you are you're the decision maker. Oh God. Oh you, God, I can't. Do simply, they want him scared? I simply can't. I don't know. I think it might <sighs> be can't. Uh, okay. Now, of course, there are a lot of skeptical explanations. Everything from tattooed eyes to pupil dilating drugs. And mostly, people say that they're just goth kids screwing around. And while it is true that blackout lens, contact lenses are cheap today, this wasn't always so. Back in the late 90s and early 2000s, black-eyed contact lenses cost hundreds of dollars per pair and could only be afforded by our finest new metal guitarists. <laughs> our limpiest of biscuits. <laughs> our limpiest of biscuits, yes. <laughs> but I'm also not saying that there are aliens, demons, or vampires roaming our streets. I have no fucking clue what the hell black-eyed kids are supposed to mean. But I will say that if a couple of kids start tapping on the window of my fucking Subaru, they're staying outside until they can answer a few questions. You best believe I'm keeping a yardstick in my fucking car <laughs> and being like, three feet. If I see a child anywhere near my car, I say, hands off, three feet. Yep. Step away from the outback, sir. Yes, indeed. Well, all right. Very good. I'm very happy that this entire thing has just led to Marcus being more close-minded towards kids in need. And how important <laughs> is that? I you think always it is. remember. No, I'm not kids saying stay away harder. from my. I'm not saying stay away from my Ubru. Uh, stay away from my Subaru. I'm saying answer a couple of questions to make sure you're not a demon or an alien human. What's hybrid? the first question to prove that? Knock, knock, knock. Hey, man, I'm really hungry. My mom is dead. You didn't I'm ask gonna, it like that one of them though. No, oh. you gotta you gotta ask it, but you also they don't give those big over emotional uh, speeches. They yeah, it's get, not like stay, I need thirteen fifteen <laughs> to get a boss to Minneapolis. Like, no, it's not like that. Yeah, their that mom's dude, not. So their mom's not sick. There was the same dude, this little white dude, maybe about thirty years old. He needed a dollar and sixty eight cents every single day, every day, every to get day. to Jersey. But he never seemed to go. No, never seemed no. to go. No, I'm just gonna ask the kids the same question that Carolina used to ask kids when she uh, taught like five-year-old soccer it, it fucking breaks their mind if they can answer it you ask them who would win in a foot race a grilled cheese sandwich or a taco whoa weird yeah um a taco to be honest i just think that this whole phenomenon is very very strange because yeah. many people have seen these black-eyed kids you could say it's entirely made up sure sure yeah. I, you know what also you know what i haven't seen i've never seen a fucking well i have seen a kangaroo i've never seen an elephant really uh, not in person I've seen an elephant. Sad. But I mean, the I've zoo, never seen uh, one zoo, in person. The zoo form? You never went to the zoo and saw an elephant? Maybe I have. I'm it's trying to circus? think of something I haven't seen, but I know is out there. A billion dollars. Um, a successful improv comedian. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Mr. Wayne Brady, although I've yes. never seen him in person. But if I do see him in person, I will let you know he's real. Yeah. That guy from the Drew Carey show. Also very successful. Ryan That's Wayne Again, I'm wrong. Yeah. This is again. Oh, Styles. 
Ryan Styles. Ryan Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe you're correct. Maybe it, it. so. I mean, you know, so there's so many. There's more in your philosophy than you are aware of, Horatio. Well, thank you. I'm assuming that's Horatio Sands that you're attempting to make fun of. There, he lost a lot of weight. Unfortunately, he ruined his career because of it. But he's healthy and he gets to live longer. And isn't that the ultimate gift? Yep. Except if you don't have any money for retirement. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for listening, everyone. This was a fascinating episode, a uh, in-depth view of something that maybe uh, needs more attention. Does uh, it? Maybe we need more attention. Actually, I feel like it's gotten all of the attention it could possibly get. <laughs> it's gotten enough. Okay. Well, there then. are many things because of all of the things I was researching. There are more research. There are more resources. I'm going to say about Black Eyed Kids than there were about Auschwitz. Well, that <laughs> there is are, extremely like, there is a unfortunate. Lot of Black Eyed Kids information out there. Well, speaking of uh, research, we know that criminal justice reform is the most important thing happening right now, and we desperately need to do it. So we here at Last Podcast on the Left are excited. We're beginning our relationship with the Last Prisoner Project because, of course, now we're selling vapes, and we have to give back to the communities that have been most devastated by the war on drugs. So we are so happy to begin that partnership, and we will continue to let you know how that grows, and hopefully we can go to some speaking engagements and really become a part of changing the world for the best. So thank you all so much for supporting us on that. Thanks for supporting all the shows here on the um, last podcast network. We are- Spun and Dune. I have to say, congratulations, Mr. Zabrowski. No one knew that Dune, no one knew. I'm actually upset with the world with how many people like Dune <laughs> um, because no one saw it coming. But congratulations. You've done a wonderful job on that show. Thank you. Yes. I'll take it. I take that as a W. That is a W. Of course. Absolutely. Big W. Um, also, uh, there is... Also, Grundy? live shows. We're coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we have any. We might have some tickets left for a second show at Grundy County. I'm not quite certain. Ready? First show. We have some tickets for the first yes. show left at Grundy Come County check on us Friday, out. May 14th. Come help us make up our show. Yeah. Come and knock on our door. It's gonna, you're going to be the first experimental group to see us speak to a group of people in a year and a half. Yep. I'm very excited, I'm excited. for this. Yep. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, th- then we got Red Rocks. We're pretty much sold up on that. We're pretty much sold out on that. We're very, very excited. Uh, and then we're going to have a slate of other dates that are going to come shooting out of the butthole yes. very, very soon. We cannot fucking wait to be back on the road. Yes. Absolutely. Can't wait to see everyone. And of course, uh, check out No Dogs. Do we have any other any other clerical things? You can check out our Twitch streams. Those are fun. Anything else? No, we're not, yeah, our stream, our YouTube stream, on Patreon for Patreon subscribers. We do our stream yep, for Patreon subscribers on once a week, every Tuesday. We're crushing this. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is really great. Yeah. We're so good at selling ourselves. <laughs> we're so, so good at it. That's our man. I remember the way our manager yells at us about being so good at promotion. So too almost good. too good. Too good. That's what he too says. Good. It's too good. Too good. Yeah. Um, all right, everyone. Obviously, we appreciate you so much. Thank you all, and hope you're safe out there. Hail yourselves! Hail Satan! I again. Magustulations! Hail me, you fucking pieces of fuck! Okay. Yeah, well. that's not an insult. It's also, cool. if make sure make, help children in need. I don't know. Let me see your eyes. <laughs> Blink at me. <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply.